All right. Welcome to this episode of the Life, Health, and Career parentheses, in that order, podcast where you get a real behind-the-scenes look at the life transformations that happen when high-achieving female professionals in healthcare decide that they're not willing to sacrifice their own well-being for their careers. I'm Britt Steckel, your host. I'm a critical care nurse practitioner, a yoga teacher, a lifestyle and career transitions coach. And over the last few years, I've created this fully booked out coaching practice that includes one-on-one clients, group programs, retreats, more and more. In each of these episodes, I'll be sharing my favorite tips, plus the real-life examples, lessons, hacks, shifts, etc., that my actual clients are working through to create their best life. So if you are a female healthcare professional who is ready for peace and balance, stay tuned to gain insight um, and support for your own journey towards becoming burnout-proof and creating a life that you really, really love. So this is now our second episode, and it is so bizarre to figure out where to begin a podcast, especially when I've been teaching this content for so many years. Um, But I just wanted to make sure that you guys, like right off the bat, got some super practical, helpful, valuable content. Um, And I wanted to make sure you got this set of practices that have been very popular on my website for years. It's the pre-shift, post-shift, and day-off practices. Um, I wanted to make sure you got these early so you could put them into practice right away. So they've been up on my website for years and lots of people have downloaded them, but they're kind of hard to access. And this is the modern world. And the better that I get with tech, the more accessible I want to make things. So here we go. They are right here available in your ears on the podcast. Easy. So before we jump in, um, in most of these episodes, just since a lot of you will be new to me, um, wanted to share a little bit of a personal update and then some updates from my actual clients from this week. So that'll keep it really fresh and applicable. These are, you know, stuff from actual real nurses, nurse practitioners, healthcare professionals who are doing this work um, on their own lives. So Um, I will be sharing, you know, a little bit of that before each episode. So quick personal update. I don't know how many of you are moms out there, but I have a 10 month old. And if you have heard of the Wonder Weeks app, it's kind of this concept where it's like a predictor of when your baby might be cranky, like learning a new skill, teething, etc. And I have found it to be very spot on. So the app gives these like storm clouds during the weeks when your baby might be on the struggle bus and a little sunshine when the coast is clear. And I would like to celebrate that as of today, after like six weeks, I think we are finally entering a sunshine period. And I can honestly already tell my daughter has slept so well the last couple nights and God, that just makes such a huge impact on quality of life. Um, I'm a big sleep fan. If you have worked with me for a while, you know, that's like usually one of the first things we try to stabilize with people. So I'm feeling well rested and that's such a blessing when you have a little kid. (laughs) All right. So a little bit of a client update from this past week. So this week, or actually I think it was last week is when I had this idea and it's like just the ball is rolling now this week. I have two clients who I actually set up as accountability partners because they both had this goal of increasing their physical activity. Um, they've, they both have told me this on our, you know, one-on-one coaching calls and we've worked on a few things. And one of the big things I like to help people shift the mindset from working out just to work out or burn calories just to burn calories and just you know, following this rigid plan or, you know, working out, working out past what your body um, 
wants to do and rather instead finding ways to embrace joyful, mindful movement, whether that is yoga or walking or running or going to the gym, but doing it from a mindful place or taking exercise classes, group fitness, doing videos, etc. There is a way to do those things from joy, from playfulness. And that's usually my main goal. So they both kind of had similar goals about that for moving into the new year. And I was like, you know what, they need to be accountability partners because it is really easy sometimes to make a commitment to yourself and not hold up your end of the bargain. But when you have someone else who's waiting for your update, reminding you to get your physical activity in, um, it's a really good life life hack to just have someone else to rely on to... Um, because you, you don't want to let them down, right? So it's like we want to eventually develop the self-trust that we will do things because we say we will do them. But as you're first establishing a new goal, it can be really helpful to have someone else with a similar goal kind of in your back um, in your back pocket, like kind of bothering you. Like, did you do it? Or like, what's your plan? Like, what's the fun, joyful movement activity that you're going to add to your life today? So I set them up as um, accountability partners. And just this morning, I was getting updates that they are already like sending each other encouragement and podcasts and walking playlists. And the one sent me a voice memo this morning that she's already knocked out two of her three activity goals for the week. And it's only Wednesday, which is exciting. Um, so I just wanted to celebrate her and give you guys that little bit of like, uh, you know, behind the scenes look and just some very applicable practical goals that you can steal and put into your life right now is like find a partner in crime. <laughs> That's like probably my main, um, my main piece of advice about that is find a partner in crime who will hold you accountable. Okay. And then the other thing is like if physical activity is on your radar, like find a way to make it a joyful, like gratitude filled situation. I know for so many of us, we are exposed to people who aren't able to run around and play. We are exposed to so many people who have physical limitations. So sometimes using, you know, physical activity as like a moment of gratitude of like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that I have this body that can walk around, run around, lift weights, do yoga, et cetera. It also can be a time to kind of get your fill of vitamin D and sunshine, you know, use those endorphins to your benefit, um, maybe listen to an uplifting podcast, et cetera, like find a way to rather it just be burning calories to burn calories, make it a kind of all around holistic tune up and really focus on the mental and emotional health benefits of physical movement. Um, can be a really helpful way to kind of like get around that like resistance to burning calories just to burn calories. So find a way to make it joyful, mindful movement. Okay. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some practices that you can use before you head into a shift. It's a really great way to set the tone for your day um, and just feel a little bit more in control, I guess, for how your day unfolds, or I should say a little bit more in control of your response to how your day unfolds. Obviously we can't, um, you know, predict what kind of patients that we're going to get or what kind of situations we're going to find ourselves in. Um, but if you take the initiative and the empowerment and the personal responsibility to go into your shift well cared for um, and intention set and mindfulness um, as a as a practice. Um, I promise you it can't hurt. <laughs> so if you find these practices helpful, please send them to a friend or to like your whole, you know, work group chat. Um, I'm sure that they would find them helpful. So 
One thing of note is when I recorded this, the name of my Facebook group was different. So I'm going to add the link to the current day version in the show notes so it's really easy to find. Um, and let's jump in. Hi, my name is Brittany Steckel. I am a nurse practitioner, a yoga teacher, mindset coach. I love to help burned out nurses feel good, feel bliss in their bodies, feel better than ever. So they can start to heal burnout and create boundaries around the work life balance situation that I know so many of us struggle with. So I'm really excited to bring you this set of kind of mini podcasts. Um, we are going to look at some practices and some meditations that we can bring into our life pre-shift post shift and then on our days off. So that's how it's going to be set up. So there will be a set of three, find all of them. Um, and this first one is about how to set the stage for a really healthy pre-shift time period. So I have a couple things that I like to do and that my clients have had really good success with um, around the pre-shift time. Um, and then we're going to move into a little bit of a breathwork practice with some meditation um, towards the end. Okay. And a visualization that you can do. You could do these right before you go into work is what I recommend maybe in the car. Um, if you have like a private break room situation or maybe before you leave for work. So this session is going to be about the pre-shift time. So one of the things I think is most helpful when you are looking at setting the stage for a healthy pre-shift period, like setting your mindset so that you can set yourself up for success and have a really um, the best experience possible of whatever lay ahead. So it's so interesting in healthcare. It's like we never know what we're going to get into when we get into our shift. So we kind of have to mentally prepare for that. So one of the best things to do is to really get into gratitude. So maybe even just right now, list three things out loud or in your head or write them down in a journal, three things that you're grateful for. I'll give you a couple seconds to kind of jot those down or come up with them in your head. Maybe take a deep breath in and out with each one. Let that feeling of gratitude kind of wash over your body. Maybe it's a loved one or a pet or your warm, cozy house or the fact that you have a job so you can eat and pay the bills and live your life. Maybe it's for a healthy body. Bring that to the forefront of your mind and then take a big deep breath in and let that gratitude just wash through your body a little bit. Training our brain to look at what is working versus what is not working is a really powerful hack. <clears throat> when we focus on what's going well about what we love about our life, we can spend our time and energy ramping those things up instead of always focusing on what's not working. Because there's this kind of quote, like we find what we're looking for in life. And that is so, so, so true. Like what we focus on expands. And if we're constantly looking at what is not working or what feels painful or what doesn't feel amazing or the boundaries that are being stepped over or the burnout that we're experiencing, if we really focus on that, it's going to grow. You're going to start to notice it more and more places. If instead we start to focus on what is working, what does feel really good and 
increasing the volume essentially like think of it like a you know like a radio tuner you're like cranking it up okay so if it's family time that's that you're grateful for or it's feeling good in your body how can we bring more and more and more of that into your life instead of constantly focusing on what is not working so getting into gratitude especially pre-shift is a really good way to do that so we can set ourselves up for feeling good before we even get into work okay so get that gratitude and positivity and muscle memory up and running now caveat this is not an excuse to not process your own pain and you know emotions that don't feel good or any trauma that you've experienced but when we're heading into a shift right we're showing up to hold space for people who are in pain for people who are having a rough day that is not necessarily the time or place to bring our pain and trauma right we are going to make sure that we have a life set up where we have boundaries and we have a specific practice for dealing with our own pain and trauma it's not necessarily going to be pre-shift, hopefully, okay? So this is not like a toxic positivity, love and light situation. You need to process your painful experiences and your trauma, but pre-shift is probably not the best time to do that. That's more for a day off or with a therapist or a coach or in community with other nurses, um, but not pre-shift because we want to set you up for feeling good for the day. Next thing I recommend is to pick one simple one word, like so simple, because you know, our brains are frazzled throughout the day. Might as well have it be something really easy to remember, like a one word intention, kindness, breathing, deep breath, presence, hydration, <laughs> drinking our water, maybe some movement, getting our steps in, joy right? Just pick one small, very simple intention to set the stage for the rest of the day and then come back to it over and over and over, training our brain to come back to it. All of this is brain training, right? We're training our brain to get into gratitude. We're training our brain to stay focused on one intention throughout the day, okay? So when we start to get um, distracted by unit negativity or gossiping or a uh, call light, you know, um, bonanza on our unit, um, we can come back to this. Okay. How can I bring kindness to this? How can I breathe through this? How can I bring presence to this? How do I need to take care of my body to survive this? Can I bring joy to this experience? Okay. And a good way to kind of help us come back to that is a physical reminder. So I always call this some sort of like pocket pleasure, like a little lotion or essential oil roller, something that is sweet. Like if you're kind of a sweet tooth, maybe like some chocolate or something soft that reminds you of who you are outside of work or something that reminds you of that intention that you wanted to bring to your shift. Okay. So when you're stressed, you can pull it out and look at it, or you can just kind of feel it in your pocket as this grounding reminder. You can always start again. In yoga, we slowly bring ourselves to the point where every single breath feels like a new opportunity. Every breath is a new opportunity to try again, to show up differently, to be our best version of ourselves. Okay. Another thing to remember is that being a caregiver is a path. It's a career. Maybe you feel like it's your calling. Maybe it's your dharma, your life purpose, but it's not an identity. Okay. So really separating yourself, your personhood, who you be away from the role of caregiving is a really good reminder so that when it's mayhem inside the hospital or in your shift, that you don't identify with that mayhem. You're someone experiencing the mayhem, right? 
but you can kind of step back and watch it happening objectively, you know, in front of you as if you're watching a movie screen. And instead of feeling like I am chaos or I am mayhem, right? Don't identify with it. Take a deep breath, step back and look at it all happening right in front of you because who you are is peace and love and this deep grounded sense of being okay and being safe. Okay. Anything else that you choose to identify with is not actually your, um, your highest self. Okay. All right. So let's get into a quick meditation. We're just going to do a couple, um, square breaths. Okay. Big, deep breath here. All right. Now, if you have not practiced square breath before. It focuses on the fact that there are four parts of every breath, four like the sides of a square. So kind of if you're a visual person, imagine a square in front of you. When we inhale, it's kind of on the left side of that square going up. Inhale, inhale, inhale. We're filling it up. And then we can hold at the top. And then we can exhale and we can hold at the bottom. So there's those four pieces, the inhale, the exhale, the hold empty, the hold full, okay? So with square breath, we are going to count those equally. We're gonna start off with a count of four. We'll do two minutes. And you're gonna really think about that deep belly breath as you go in through your nose, out through your nose, maybe a hand on your belly. Okay, and just to keep it easy, we're going to go for a count of four. So everything about this breath is in fours. And we're going to start on the inhale. All right. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold empty, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold full two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Now let it all out. Big exhale. 
big inhale, just a natural breath. And just focus on your deep belly breathing. Just start to say to yourself, everything I'm handed today, I can handle. Think about creating this kind of like protective or a bubble around you when you're safe and you're calm and you're in your car and you're practicing with other nurses all over the world listening to this. Just create the safe, protective bubble around yourself. You can radiate kind, loving energy out and nothing anyone can say or do can change the fact that you are safe, you are okay, you are doing your best, you are a pow powerful caregiver. Another big deep breath in to kind of seal that bubble around you. Big exhale. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I hope you are going to have a great shift and keep an eye out for the next episode. The next episode is going to be a set of practices for letting go after your shift. So hopefully you can find that later today when you are leaving work. But a couple of reminders before we go. It would be super helpful if you could subscribe to this podcast, maybe leave a review and let us know. It would be helpful for us to get some feedback about any topics that you are interested in and maybe share this with some of your friends. The other thing in the show notes, there will be links for my Facebook group, my website, the weekly bliss planner that everyone loves and talks about so much, waitlist, retreats, etc. And you'll also see that there is going to be a waitlist for this year's mastermind retreat combo. And I'm getting really excited about this. You can go have an early bird look now if you are interested. I'm going to have a lot more details about that coming up, probably an entire like info episode about it. Um, but get on the waitlist. It is totally free. Absolutely no obligation to be on the waitlist. But that's where you will get access to early bird pricing, which is pretty significant discount. A link to book an info call with me if you're kind of on the fence and some sneak peeks. So definitely worth checking out if you're even remotely interested in working with us in the future. And if you're listening to this some magical time in the future and you don't see the link, just send me an email. It's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at BrittSteckel.com or find me on Facebook or Instagram um, and I will hook you up with the most current way to work with me. Um, but for the foreseeable future, that link to the mastermind should be there. So happy that you're here with us listening to the life, health and career parentheses in that order podcast and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. All right. See you later.